2: Blood
0: Talk Radio. <clears throat> Hello and welcome. And this is Cindy Meyer, your host of the weekly Wake Up with Spirit and Be Inspired. Wisdom for your soul. So um this is brought this show is brought to you by Spirit Seeker magazine that is in its twenty-fifth year of um being made available. And you can read the magazine at spiritseeker.com we started as a print issue in 1996, and we went digital uh, with a print edition in 1998. And we do still have the print um, issue in St. Louis and Chicago. And um, other than that, you will find us online at this point during the pandemic. So uh, spiritseeker.com. And you, uh, if you sign up for our email list, and you can do that directly from the website, then you will receive announcements on who the radio show guests are, when the magazine is online. Um, And also with the spiritseeker.com now, you can read an article and if it really calls to you and you want to share it with a friend or, you know, family member, you can just forward the article right from there. And then the last um, one to two month shows are right there on the front page where you, if you are like, Oh, I missed that show. I want to really wanted to hear that. The minute the show is finished, it is a podcast. So it's downloadable. You can listen to it at any hour of the day or night. And there are over 400 shows archived at the site. Okay, without further ado, um, just over oh, the other thing. When you sign up for the email newsletter, it uh, makes you eligible for free books, free DVDs, uh, CDs, et cetera. Uh, so we reward our email subscribers with wonderful free things all the time. We share abundance because every week books and all kinds of wonderful products come to Spirit Seeker and it's an honor and a privilege to share all of that uh, with the readers. Okay, so today I am very excited. Um, Jonathan and Andy Goldman uh, are my guests today and they're going to be speaking about the 19th annual World Sound Healing Day happening on February 14th, 2021. <clears throat> so just a little bit of history. Um, Every every year since 2003, thousands of people throughout the planet have joined together on Valentine's Day to project a sonic valentine of love, gratitude, and compassion uh, to our beloved Mother Earth, the Gaia Consciousness, uh, with the intention of raising the consciousness of all living beings. And the Global Sacred Sound Experience is called by many different names in many different countries and languages. In uh, English-speaking countries, it is called World Sound Healing Day. So Jonathan Goldman, uh, M.A., is an international authority and pioneer in the field of sound healing. He is a renowned writer, musician, and teacher. Uh, He is the author of The Divine Name, the 2011 Visionary Award um, for the, he received this uh, for the Best Alternative Book of the Year and The Seven Secrets of Sound Healing, and both of these are from Hay House. He's a Grammy nominee, and um, his award-winning recordings include Chakra Chants and the divine name. He is the founder and director of the Sound Healers Association and CEO of Spirit Music. And trust me, that's just the tip of the iceberg. He's been on, you know, Jonathan and Andy have both been on the front lines of sound healing, you know, for a a long time and have helped so many others um, learn about it and experience it. So Andy Goldman, M-A-L-P-C, is a licensed psychotherapist specializing in holistic counseling and sound therapy, She is the director of the Healing Sounds at seminars, and she's the co-director of the Sound Healers Association. She's a musician, healer, sound healer, award-winning author, and the wife and partner of Jonathan Goldman. Their website, and I'll mention it again later, but um, take note of this. There's lots of good uh, things there, Uh, www.healingsounds.com. So at this point, I'm going to bring Jonathan and Andy on and... Okay, welcome to the show, you two. I'm so glad you're here.
2: Cindy, it's so lovely to be here. And I first, before Andy even says hello, I want to acknowledge that Andy and I are also the authors of an award-winning best-selling book called The Humming Effect that just uh, came out. And we want to throw that out to our audience too so they know that we work together, live together and love together. Hi Andy. <laughs> Cindy, we are so <laughs>
1: delighted to be guest on your show this morning and just have lots of wonderful sound information to share with our listeners and hopefully filled with lots of love.
0: <laughs> oh, you know it will be, and you know, and listeners, I studied, with, I don't remember the year, but I studied with Jonathan and Andy Goldman. Uh, they taught at Unity Village in Kansas City, and I, I want to say around 2008, but um, <clears throat> you were my first tuning fork teachers and found healing. Um, I know, I mean, I had studied whole, some other forms, but but I just I look at you two as uh, you just changed my life in so many ways with the sound healing. I just love it. So um, so wherever you want to start with this, and um, in just a few minutes, we're going to uh, actually hear some of, well, I'll let you describe it. So, so what would you like to share about sound just to get us started? And then we're going to have an, um, a three-minute, we'll let you describe it. I'll let you describe it. So go ahead.
2: Okay, Cindy, first of all, I guess I'll just start off with the concept that the ancient mystics and our modern physicists are in agreement. Everything is in a state of vibration. Everything is sound. In the beginning was the Word, and the Lord said, let there be light sound. is basically the predominant uh, cause of creation. In fact, we no longer say it's the Big Bang. We say it's basically the cosmic hum, the electromagnetic hum of uh, creation that occurs. So if everything is in sound, that includes you and me, and we can talk. And once you begin to understand this, we can begin to talk almost on a worldly level about things being vibration, et cetera. And the very, very cool thing is that Andy and I have been in this field for a long time. And a few days ago, she was saying, you know, Jonathan, Where yoga was about 10 or 15 years ago, sound healing now is because yoga has taken its place as uh, a mainstream, shall we say, uh, activity in consciousness, and sound healing is on its way. I'm done on that one. Andy? (laughs) Andy? (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, Jonathan, <laughs> you've said a lot, and, and I do want to just sort of emphasize that we really are all, well, we're, we are unique vibratory beings, each of us, but we are simply vibration, and, and, and Cindy, one of the, the major focuses, I know you mentioned tuning forks, which are fabulous uh, to shift our energy, but Jonathan and I really focus mainly on the voice and the power of using our own voice for shifting our consciousness, for shifting our, sometimes if we're super, super stressed, which in this particular time on our planet, uh, I think a lot of people could probably go, uh, yeah, uh, me, me. <laughs> and and we simply use our own voice. And as Jonathan mentioned uh, about our humming book, we actually just begin to start humming And we'll talk more about that later But, you know, with our voice We can release stress We can bring ourselves into balance So vibration, sound, our voice It's it, it just a, a, a beautiful gift that, that we have as human beings And
2: I'm just going to jump in once more And say, Cindy, there are two <coughs> basic ways That sound can heal One is called psychoacoustics. That's psychoacoustics. The sound goes into your ear, into your brain, into your body, affecting your nervous system, your heart rate, your respiration, your brain waves, uh, your blood pressure. And this is extraordinarily powerful. And indeed, when we listen to music or when we listen to um, someone's even voice, we're being psychoacoustically affected. And then the other is called vibroacoustics. And this is when sound goes into the body, into us on a cellular level, even affecting us down to a DNA, and that's where a lot of other things come in. So we're going to be listening in a moment to a little excerpt that features myself and our dear uh, Sarah Benson, who uh, was we like to call her the uh, Divine Mother of Sound Healing, and she uh, passed on to the angelic planes, but she is uh, really the predominant voice that people will hear and experience when they listen to this little excerpt.
1: And, and I want to say that Sarah was what, not only a dear, dear beloved sister and, and, and dear friend, she was also my mentor and Jonathan's mentor. And so we always mm-hmm. like to honor her. And so Jonathan is going to play. Uh, Jonathan, is it the heart chakra? <laughs> this is
2: heart chakra. Believe it or not, Cindy, we're going to be talking about World Sound Healing Day, which is coming up on the uh, Sunday, and it's the, um, you know, February 14th, and it's a day when people send a, shall we say, a sonic valentine to the earth, and this can be done so many different ways, but one of the things I did, I think last year, was I actually collected different musics that I had created uh, from, uh, or utilized during different shows, different radio shows, and put them all together, and this is, if if you like the lead one, this is... Uh, Heart Chakra. And this is a special remix from a recording uh, of Chakra Dance featuring Sarah. And it's just lovely. And it also features the ah sound, among other things, which is a sound that we oftentimes make in World Sound Healing Day. And all the sounds that you're hearing on this thing are organic. They aren't synthesizers or stuff like that. So I don't know what else I can say to you. Experience it and
0: just Totally, just experience it.
2: That's what I say. Yeah. All right. Well, if you, I, you know, if you drive, driving, keep your hands on the road and, uh, your, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> not off the road. Literally. No, yeah, well, keep your eyes on the road and your hands upon the wheel. Uh, but uh, for every, yes. everyone else, yes. if you can close your eyes because really, let the music sweep you away. Sit up, be comfortable. It's a really powerful experience. So let's see if this, uh, if the great spirits of uh, music want to. Uh,
1: And just see how how it's feeling in your body, mind, and spirit.
2: Oh, you know what? The great spirits of uh, whatever uh, have uh, guided me to the... Let's see what this one is. Because I want to get the right one for you because it's such a wonderful recording. Well, how about that? That's so interesting. Cindy, do stay with me with modern talk technology. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Here we there go. There we go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cindy, are you there?
0: I am here. I'm in the zone. Oh, that was beautiful.
1: Oh, thank you, Cindy. I hope our listeners could feel that uh, that same compassion and and love that we were encoding really into that music. and yes. and you know, and that's another really. Uh, very powerful aspect is of healing sounds and that is intention and I know when Jonathan creates his music which he is just a, uh, a magical <laughs> composer with this music mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it but really the intention of healing and compassion gratitude love all of those intentions are encoded in Really all of his his music.
2: Thank you, Andy. I
0: <clears throat> Andy, I, I think you're spot on with what you were saying about, you know, the yoga. I mean I remember in the early seventies people were still just like, you know, what's yoga? That's what those people from the east do. And now it's every day. I mean it's just you see yoga studios in every corner and they're even open during the pandemic. I'm like, Okay, all right, somehow they figured it out. So here we are with the sound healing and you know from everything from the rice machine the there's so much in healing that is frequency so um i like that you mentioned the um the frequency plus intent plus healing you know that jonathan infuses into everything that he's creating here um and jonathan how did you come to that because that was over 40 years ago you were doing research on this i mean how did how did that awareness come was it just you kept seeing it in different cultures, or I mean, what, what what was the doorway that opened that for you that long ago?
2: Uh, it's, it's so interesting that you uh, asked that question because um, I am now somehow involved in that same uh, doorway because I'm going through this massive amount of information that I had in the mid-'80s that had all these different systems of using sound and music for healing. And they were on, you can't see me now, my hand is close to a foot apart, and there were sheets of paper. And on each sheet of paper would have been a different system of using sound, Uh, or music for healing from a different either doctor, scientist, spiritual master, healer, whatnot. And what I was doing was I was correlating uh, all this information for a master's degree program I created for Leslie University. And uh, I come from a family of medical doctors, father, grandfather, and brother are all medical doctors, so I had a pretty well-developed left brain at the time. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to be the first person who's collected all this information, put it together, correlated it, and come up with these specific frequencies for whether it's an organ or a chakra or whatever. And what happened was that as I began to correlate this, I... Really saw that things were not aligning, people were not in agreement. And you have to understand, Cindy, this is way before sound healing ever came into any sort of uh, level of consciousness or awareness. So I knew that the people who had presented uh, this material to me, who were for the most part esteemed. Uh, spiritual masters or uh, great uh, sci- scientists, they had, were basically sharing their findings with this young fellow, which I was at the time, with this young fellow who was really enthusiastic about a subject that nobody cared about. And i was, the stuff was just not aligning. You'd have... Uh, Spiritual Master A, using a particular set of frequencies or mantras for their chakras, and Spiritual Master B, using a completely set of mantras or frequencies for the same chakras or for different chakras. And then you'd have uh, Dr. X using some frequencies for one organ, Dr. Y using a completely different set of frequencies for the same organ. And there I am, sitting in front of... This computer, which is so old, it's using a DOS operating system. The screen is dark, and it's got a little amber, uh, la, you know, cursor that's kind of gold and flashing back and forth. Yeah, I guess you might remember that from your laughter. If that was. Oh, D- oh, I remember was DOS? A, I was
0: in a house that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember it all. I had a 286 with my first computer, right? Okay. But I just saw an original, like before the iMac, I saw the, the little Mac box just yesterday in a home. And I was like, oh, my ah. goodness, what year was that from? But, yes, I understand Daw. I, I was at all the right. front of the technology curve. Yep.
2: So there I am in, in and front, it was front so of the second.
0: Uh, remember?
2: Right, right. Yeah, yes. Remember? it was so but, slow. But, but, you and you know, we were like amazed at how
0: fast it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the dark screen, with the gold cursor, and there it's flashing oh. back and forth. i got my hand, hands on my head, and I'm rocking back and forth in a state of inter- intellectual agonist going, how can this be? How can all these different systems possibly work together? How can any of this um, work together You know, on a scientific level? And all of a sudden I heard this inner voice say, it is not only the frequency of the sound that creates its effect, but also the intention of the person making and receiving the sound. And it was like this light bulb had burst over my head. I wrote down on this uh, amber cursor, so now these were gold letters or amber letters on a black uh, thing, uh, and it said frequency plus intent equals healing. And I went, wow, that really makes sense. And now, Cindy, it's been indeed 40 years uh, since uh, that has gone on I think it's more valid than ever Because if you like this formula Of frequency plus intent Equals healing Is quantum in nature It's that simple mm-hmm. And that's power- and that powerful
0: You know a- It's throughout yeah, It's through every culture You know the, the different chants The different um, The different sounds You know like when I was in Egypt uh, in 2008 I I was just amazed I mean the sound healing chambers where the sound is just impeccable I, I, you, you think how many years ago did this did they develop these chambers and they just knew they knew the but I do believe the sound healing chambers it was intent frequency intent and healing I mean it's exactly what you're saying but but it is interesting that one person can do it one way and another person the other way, and if the frequency and the intent is there, the healing happens anyway. Well, and, and Cindy,
1: and that goes back to what I was initially saying with that we are all unique vibratory beings and so we are going to be affected in our own unique way by whatever you know the vibration whatever the frequency you know happens to be and and i think that you know that intention that that we have and that we hold along with that unique vibration that we also hold that's what really produces that healing effect and and I know at the very beginning Jonathan was saying you know so many years ago you know yoga just started coming on board and now of course as you were saying there's a yoga on every street corner which is fabulous <laughs> Well, years ago, and I've been working with Jonathan, and we've been together for 25 years, and, and, of course, he's been at this for 40 years, but I remember so many years ago at the very start of when, you know, I started, you know, we started working together, we kept saying, one day, you know, I we believe that sound is going to be as popular and as available to the masses of people as yoga is, and Cindy, here we are in 2021, and it really feels to us that that is indeed happening, and of course, with the pandemic, people are not able to go out and do a lot, but what's happening is via the internet, there are so many, many offerings that are occurring that are based sound and sound healing. So we're, we're really quite, quite thrilled about that.
2: I'm going to jump in for a moment and just say that, uh, and we will talk about this more, but I want to say that on our World Sound Healing Day events portal, and we'll talk about that in a minute, there are over 150 different activities. And what's unique and very interesting is that I would say a majority of them are either crystal bowls Tibetan bowls or gongs, not so many uh, tuning forks, but and there's some vocal and choral stuff, but mostly um, bowls, gongs, and bells, which are great. Which are great, but we want to also suggest that, uh, and we, we this is why. This leads into the humming effect, that when we get into humming, we don't need another instrument. We have the most glorious instrument that we can use. And that if you work with humming for a little while, it may not be as initially so uh, enamoring. But you can, if you work for, uh, with your voice to hum for like five minutes a day, you can do extraordinary, miraculous things with it.
0: You know, I'm going to share. I studied with a, a a lady from India this one time, and she invited us for an evening of meditation, so there we all were. And she gave us all blindfolds, and she said, we're going to hum. We're going to hum. And she thought it, it, people would feel awkward if they, you know, saw each other humming. <laughs> so, so instead we, we were blindfolded, and we did this humming, and the tongue was on um, the roof of the mouth, and we did this for 45 minutes. I didn't sleep for two days. I was going <laughs> to say, kidding. what was I, that I, like I, for I, you? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh! please. I was just, I, I remember when we took the blindfolds off, it was like, oh, every cell in my body was vibrating. I could just, I mean, I, I have to be very careful in the evenings what I do because I'm, I, energy just, you know, I don't know, I'm just very open to frequencies. So the second time I hummed, though, I was at the Hindu temple with over 400 people oh. and they're, they're. There were no blindfolds. Imagine 400 people in a temple humming. So I want to hear about your new book. Let's hear let's because I'm a proponent. I give that to people who feel like energetically, like, you know, they're just kind of like sluggish. I'll just suggest humming because I'm going to let you explain it, but it's fabulous. And I think this is great that you're introducing the world to this.
1: Oh, thank you, Cindy, for this opportunity to share this. Because Jonathan and I, when when we wrote the book, and it is called The Humming Effect: Sound Healing for Health and Happiness, we wrote this book specifically because we wanted to come up with a a sound with a a a mode of of, of sounding that everyone could relate to, and of course, as we know, everyone has hummed or can hum, you know, from little babies to elderly people to everyone in between. And so when we were coming up with the concept for the book we wanted to write, what what did we want to write? What, what sound? How did we want to frame this book? We looked at each other, and we just went, hmm. <laughs> how could there be any other sound that is... More, uh, it's uh, it's so effective yet so simple, and and of course everybody we've never met anyone who we've heard say yeah yeah you no know, I just am not a good hummer. <laughs>
2: right, this would come uh, from
1: uh, you know
2: right after the time of uh, American Idol when people were so. Uh, you know, if you like self-conscious about the voice, and uh, they were also so like, you know, terms like pitching and all that stuff. So really, what was the one sound that people would make that they didn't judge themselves about? And that's where we came up oh. with the idea of the hum, because it was like... We've been teaching this stuff for probably 25 years before that, and wonderful work, wonderful work with all sorts of things, you know, and really advanced mantras and advanced harmonically related uh, sounds that resonated, all that stuff. But for a lot of people, they just didn't do it because they were too judgmental about their voice. What is the sound that we mm-hmm. can come up with that no one will judge themselves? when we went, mm.
0: And then after
2: that, we got, we got the hum together and said, what can we do? so that people will take this will be the first book that's uh, professionally published on the subject of humming what what can we do that can make people take this subject seriously ah, we're going to make the first chapter nothing nothing more or less than what they call peer review scientific and medical information uh, about the power of the hum and that's what happened and uh, I I think it was a good decision
1: well and and Cindy in in that first chapter which is but just strictly scientific evidence peer reviewed research about humming, you know what happens when people do something as simple as humming There are so many things that happen in their bodies uh, their their heart rate is lowered, their blood pressure is lowered, melatonin is actually released when we are humming, and of course that regulates our sleep cycles, etc. And also oxytocin is released, and that is the trust hormone. And so there is so many things that are happening, are producing health that we're not even consciously aware of when we hum. And there is a very important also uh, molecule that is released. It's called nitric Oxide, and I'm going to let Jonathan talk about that because it is a very important, important uh, molecule, and it does a whole lot. And particularly now, (laughs) during Uh, this pandemic, right? (laughs)
2: It's so interesting Mm -hmm. because I have uh, two things. I I sometimes watch commercials that appear on uh, my little iPad or whatnot, and one of them is uh, all these different night nitric oxide stimulators, uh, things that you take that are supplements, if you like, that stimulate nitric oxide. That's number one. But nitric oxide, NO, is not nitrous oxide, which is wonderful in a dentist's office. Uh, God, God has blessed us. Nitrous oxide, which is NO2, is wonderful in a dentist's office, but nitric oxide is a vasodilator, which means that basically it opens up Uh, your uh, circulatory system and uh, allows the blood and other liquids uh, to flow throughout your body. This is really, really important. And it has also been found to be an antiviral agent. So that, and I literally had written uh, a series of blogs Called sound on immunity. When this whole lockdown began, I was guided to do a number of things, including one of them was create this blog and how we could use humming because there were there was actually there's a little three minute excerpt in the blog on our website healingsounds.com uh, that um, has this doctor talking about the fact that you uh, that he would have his patients who has suffered from something called sinusitis, which is an inflammation of the sinus cavity, hum. And if they hummed, uh, it was uh, useful for that. So, uh, you know, humming as an antiviral agent. And that day I got an email from someone who, who said, I've suffered from sinusitis for two years, and I've tried all sorts of medical treatments, antibiotics, and whatnot. didn't work. I did humming for a few weeks, and it took care of it. I thought, wow, what an incredible validation. Now, I say that because yesterday, I was looking at, uh, you know, my iPad, and this little commercial came on for a device that basically... Uh, created son, uh, f- sound, sound vibrations in your nasal cavity. You basically put it over near your nose, and it basically would create the sound. I thought, wow, and they were charging you know fifty, seventy, a hundred bucks for it. And I thought, wow, this is something that we can do by ourselves. If people knew this. They, you know, they wouldn't even yeah. um, contemplate. And of course, the idea that a lot of these critters that are, shall we say, floating around, first lodge in the nasal cavity. And if you can be humming, you can actually, you know, uh, shall we say, um, dissipate them, which might take care of a lot of stuff.
1: So, so humming is it's. You know, who who would think that something as simple mm-hmm. as humming could have all of these benefits? And and you know, one of the 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 strongest benefits, and for myself as a psychotherapist, it is so self-empowering because you really, you know, you can go and spend, you know, $70 on a device that you want. Of course you can do that. But why would you? When you have the power within yourself, all you have to do is start to hum. And, Cindy, we do call what we call, Humming. We call it conscious,
2: Con- conscious humming, humming. Yeah.
1: because we do it yeah. very consciously. And when you do, I mean, even a even if you hummed for a minute, you're going to begin to feel these changes in in your body, mind, and spirit. And of course, if you hum for five minutes, and then your story humming for forty five minutes mm. is wow, oh. that was wild.
0: <laughs> I still to this day, I, when I see Akila, she's introduced me to all kinds of different different amazing things, and I'm like Akila, I'll just never forget the night I met you. And then I'll just look at her and go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <am>. But uh, <laughs> oh, I know. But you know, I um, I was given given the opportunity to do the meditation, opening meditation for um, a political group of women that I belong to. It's called Postcards and Conversations, and we write postcards supporting you know local and national candidates, just or even just to, get, to encourage people to vote. You know, and you know more more engagement. So this last week, I just I, I found the CD that I had not listened to in a long time. And it was by uh, Tina Turner of Ike and Tina Turner. And when, um, when she got into Buddhism, that's really what changed her life and enabled her to make the break with Ike. You know, there was just a lot of tension in their relationship. I'm not going to go into all that, but, but she didn't have, you know, it took courage for her to, to end that relationship. And she uh, says that Buddhism changed her life. Well, she joined with these other two women And most people don't know this. She made one CD. It's Buddhist and Christian chants. And Mm -hmm. she starts it off with, you know, um, she starts it off with, you know, singing. Singing takes you beyond and beyond. And once you get to the beyond, that's where the love is. That's where the healing is. That's where, you know, and, and so she says, start each day singing like the birds, like the birds, you know, singing. And then every once in a while, she'll come in and she'll say, what's love got to do with it? Like, you know, what's love, got to do, got to do, right. what, you know, handy Okay, okay, but then she doesn't say the secondhand emotion or any of that. She just goes, and she'll say, what's love, got to do with it? And then she'll just go into another whole thing, and it's like, you know, it's just very ethereal. And so, and then I ended it with the crystal bowl. I said, let's take the energy of what we all do here coming together every single week. You know, we interview candidates and we support people. And we just do, we're underground. Most people don't even know what we do. And and know this is happening all over, by the way. And um, so it was just really interesting. Most of them have never heard of sound healing. And they're all like, what is that And, you know, <laughs> they're fascinated. But sound, it, it's, it's the time. And people can feel it. Like the three-minute heart." Um, you know, med- meditation sound that you did at the beginning of this, I mean, I felt it not just in my heart. I felt it like I have a shoulder that's bothering me right now. That sound went right to that area and started working on it. I could feel it. It's just like sound knows where to go, you know, if you're you open. Getcha. But remember, it's intention. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and it's it's just it's just fascinating. But, but how, okay, so you've how is it that the world sound healing happened the, the, the day, 19 years ago? I mean, what prompted that? You know,
2: A deep meditation. It was 20 years ago, actually, Cindy, because it was a, a deep meditation. This inner voice said, okay, you've uh, really helped bring awareness of the uses of sound for healing on a personal level. People were beginning to get into it, but now it is time to expand this. Continue uh, incorporating the uses of uh, sound for personal healing, but now incorporate planetary healing with sound. And we thought, okay, this is great. How do we do this? And then transmission got cut off.
1: <laughs> it was left with us just to figure it out. <laughs> we kind of looked at each
2: other and said, huh, how, do we, how do we do this? And we figured, okay, well, yeah. maybe we'll choose a day to begin with. And uh, we thought that, you know, and then what would we do? Well, well let's send a, you know, some sort of sonic, uh, if you like, love song or energy form to the earth, what I call the Gaia Matrix. And, uh, hey, well, why don't we send a sonic valentine and do it on Valentine's Day? So the first one actually happened about a year later because it took that much. We had to come up with a name for it, too. And I remember this fellow from Australia who's a very well-known son. hero said, hey, mate, why don't you call it? World well, Sound Healing Day, because, you know, it was everything from international global harmonization time or whatnot, but World Sound <laughs> Healing Day. So, okay, yeah. cool. And that
1: that seemed to be a you know a, a a title if you will you know that people could relate to World Sound Healing Day, and so on February fourteenth, Cindy. Every year since then, we have put it out. We've gathered people throughout the planet, uh, and it's just grown and grown and grown and grown. And and every year we have forty fifty sixty countries represented where where people are actually uh producing their uh, creating their groups and doing uh honoring world sound healing day in their own communities and that's really what what our vision was to have it just be a worldwide uh time, you know, February 14th, where we would all specifically be sending out with intention, healing to our planet, it coding that intention with compassion, loving kindness, healing. And initially we had said, let's all make the ah sound. You know, in, in our sound healing mm-hmm. ceremonies that we were all doing on that day, we would sound, you know, do a, uh, a toning group with the ah sound because, of course, that Ah sound is that sound we make when we see something of beauty. Ah. Ah, when we're in love and and then of course so many of the god goddess names.
2: Buddha, Krishna
1: Tara.
2: Yeshua.
1: Yeah. So so it's over time it, it has ah. really evolved mm-hmm. and so here we are now in the midst of a pandemic so people are not able to gather in person so we had to come up with a completely different way of getting world sound healing organized and out there and jonathan honey take it from here well
2: obviously since (laughs) this is going to be going to be a virtual experience and one thing i will backtrack and say that uh this, there may not be time for it, but there is science behind the efficacy and actually, actually the effectiveness of people uh, working with their uh, combined intentionalized sounds and their electromagnetic fields interfacing with the uh, uh, geomagnetic, electromagnetic field of our planet and actually making a difference. So there have been ways of, shall we say, measuring that. But, uh, and, you know, getting back, we always work with the, for the most part, the ah sound, and we oftentimes, Cindy, would even work with the time that we had this vision that everybody would make the sound at the same time. We're going to make it 12 o'clock New York time. Well, that's pretty New York-centric if you're living in Japan, you know? <laughs> and,
1: uh, <laughs> yes, a little hard to tune in. <laughs> and this year,
2: since it's going to be virtual, oh. my you know, our inner guidance said, hey, open it up from just working with an ah sound. Ah sound is great, but open it up so that any sound, any music. It can be a musical instrument, a crystal bowl, it can be a violin, it can be a piano, it can be a gong, it can be it can be a kazoo, as long as it is sounded with the energy of love and compassion and focused with the intentionality of a World Sound Healing Day, then it's a good sound.
1: And, and Cindy, what we did, we created on our website, worldsoundhealingday.org, we created a portal, and people can go into that portal, and they can do one of two things. They can uh, have a group that they would like to put into that portal. They can uh, uh, put their link in and tell about their group, and then anybody can join that group so you can create a group through the portal or you can join a group through the portal. And right
2: now if you go to world Sound healing day and then just click on the events you'll see that there are over 150 events happening throughout our planet we've also got a google map with all these little Uh, Dots and whatnot on the planet, throughout the planet, for what's happening at different times with different things, and it's an incredible smorgasbord of sacred sounds. It is—it's incredible. We didn't know what was going yeah. to be happening at all, and it has really taken off and continues.
1: Well, we had—you know—what are we going to do because it's the—you know—this pandemic and people cannot gather in person. How can we continue no. on with World Sound Healing Day and creating this portal has really just opened it up even more.
2: And basically, as a bottom line, I just want to suggest that the, the fellow who created the portal with me last night said, you know, people need to understand that this is not like we're not doing a summit or we're not doing a, a festival. It's not coming through us. We're simply like a bulletin board where people post the events and other people could go in and see what the events are and then, uh, if you like, resonate with these different events. So it's been a wonderful win-win because, we're, you know, and we don't ask for anybody's email or anything. Like that, it's a totally altruistic right. thing. Just seeing what will happen if humans try to get together to work with sacred sound to heal our planet, and it's been a beautiful experiment thus far.
0: You know, I think that the pandemic has had so many different um, expansion, expansive qualities about it. I mean, the musicians are doing free concerts, with donations are accepted. You know, it's like it's it's every it's just different. Everyone, yeah. like the St. Louis Symphony, of course, you know, has not been able to perform in person. Guess what? They are now doing virtual concerts. The St. Louis Symphony. I was like, this is all new. It just happened. And I thought, this is going to reach people that maybe used to live in St. Louis. I mean, we're, they have, we have one of the best orchestras um, ever. I mean, we're world-renowned. And so I thought, this is going to, going to be something. This is my thought this morning as I lo- was looking at that. Um, I was up early just. You know, I don't know. It was on my Facebook page. I posted it. I thought, oh, that's right. I posted that last <laughs> And it was like, wouldn't it be something if more people than normally attend would be listening to the St. Louis Symphony? And and this is, you know, I used to be a docent for the symphony with the kids at the schools, and I teach them all about the instruments and all that. And I was a docent for the art museum for a while. You know, I just, I love taking little kids' minds and just, you know, like expanding them and, you know, things that they've never experienced before. And I think music and sound is just magical. And, you know, homes that play music, like, you know, I think you guys remember I'm a feng shui consultant. And one of the things that we say, if you have stuck energy in your home, like it just feels heavy. And especially during a pandemic more than ever, when you're spending so much time in your house, you need to keep it clear. So the thing that we suggest to change the energy is borrow someone's, someone's dog, their kid, or play sound healing, play music play music yeah. because they're the, the like a dog comes in they're happy every which way they're shaking you know they're moving around a kid comes in from for the most part kids are happy and you know running around and mm-hmm. what's the next thing music music of any kind for the most part unless it's you know i mean but but even even heavy metal rock to a degree changes the energy you know and any so, music
2: um right any music. Any music, just dep- the energy. depending upon the, the, the time, the space, of the individual. And I think you nailed it when you said stuck energy, because if you think about it, one of the principles of using sound for healing simply is that when we are in a state of health, we are like this wonderful orchestra that's playing the overall symphony of the self. But uh, if the second violin player... Uh, loses their sheet music, the entire uh, string section is going to sound off, the entire orchestra is going to sound off, and it's going to be very, very much akin to if a part of the body is like uh, lost its normal, healthy resonant frequency, uh, frequency, and it's uh, basically resonating out of ease, out of harmony. We say it's dis-ease, but if you can vibrate it with sound or music as a form of sound, you can then dislodge the stuck energy, which is why on a level we love mm-hmm. Not only listening to music, but also making sound, whether it's uh, the hum, which is the most powerful vibroacoustic sound that we know to make. But you can use tuning forks, so that's one of the powers of crystal bowls and crystal bells. I'm talking fast because I just also wanted to bring into uh, concept the power of uh, what is called heart-brain coherence, which is uh, really taking off these days now. The word coherence is really making it into mainstream uh, vocabulary. And coherence simply means, if you like, a synchronization or unity that happens between the field that is generated for the brain and the field that is generated for the heart when they are in coherence, acting together. They create a field that is anywhere from 50 to 500 to even 5,000 times greater than normal. And this is simply done by first taking some nice deep breaths and being in a state of gratitude and feeling the energy going in and out of the heart. We honor Heart Math Institute for, uh, for their bringing this to uh, public consciousness. And then we like to say, and then you add the energy of sound. And that makes it even greater because if you think about it, The different prayers on our planet have always been, for the most part, vocalized or made musical. They're spoken, whispered, chanted, sung, or played. And that is because sound amplifies the power of prayer. It amplifies the ability of meditation, and it helps focus our consciousness. It's that simple and that profound. (gasps) (laughs)
0: you got it all down. So quickly for the people who are new to sound and, uh, you know, they don't understand the principles of the megahertz, but then they'll hear it. What is the frequency of love? What is the frequency of, you know, uh, what, how many megahertz? And, you know, and then when they look at the tuning forks and they're like, oh, there's all these numbers, you know, so, so just briefly, if you could just touch on, The different frequencies. I mean, we've covered a lot of it already, but just for a person that has no concept of what we're talking about with the megahertz.
2: Uh, Cindy, listen, I'm just going to step out on a limb and say that I uh, it's frequency plus intent and that for the most part it is not in my belief system. I think there's a lot of uh, uh, information that may not be correct, people saying this frequency is this and this frequency is that. If you buy it, if you believe it, then because of the placebo effect, you will have some sort of response. But we like to say that almost any sound, when coupled with the correct healing. intentionality, can have the effect, and that's so important.
1: And, and and Cindy, that frequency of love, when you are, you know, like when a mother is, you know, holding her little baby and singing or humming, you know, there is such a frequency of love that is being emitted mm-hmm. now. To measure that, you don't really have to say, "Oh, that's you know."
2: She the doesn't frequency. need a guitar. She doesn't need a guitar tuner to, yeah, right, ch- to check her voice.
1: <laughs> so it really does go back to frequency plus intent equals healing. And I think if we can just let our listeners know that when they are. Coming, you know, sounding forth with, you know, a hum or toning or whatever uh, musical instrument they may be playing, when they are holding that intention within them of love and compassion and healing and being grateful Mm -hmm. and all of those, that is really the frequency that we want them to focus on
2: real quick quote from the new york times 1988 science section sound shaped into dazzling tool can make break or rearrange molecular structure now it said sound it didn't say uh x x x frequency can do this it says sound <laughs> right and that's what you know i, I I honor and acknowledge everyone's need to lock on to different frequencies, and sometime humans will be able to overcome this and not need this and realize that whatever they need they will be able to manifest. did that make sense <laughs> I, Oh, it makes total
0: sense and I'm really grateful and grateful because you know a lot of a lot of the people that are just being introduced to sound are making it much more complicated because um, they don't understand the simplicity of it, and I think that you just it up. It's frequency, intention, and healing. And, you know, I have a singing mailman. I, I moved, I sold my house after almost 30 years and moved to um, the city of St. Louis. And this mailman, I just love to be outside when he comes because he goes from house to house and inside apartment buildings. It's a mixed uh, development area. And he just hums, he sings. And sometimes he's humming. And then the whistlers, my son's a whistler. But, you know, and it's the same thing. I think happy people just automatically break into humming, singing. You know what I'm talking about. And whistlers, you know, I mean, that's that's a – where do you learn that? You just learn it.
1: Well, and, and, you know, once again, it goes into, you know, all of those physiological things that are happening within us. You know, it's, it, it's reminding me of a quick little anecdote that I, a friend of mine who has little children, school-age children, and this was, of course, before the pandemic when they actually went out to school every morning, but they would, before they walked out the door, she would they would stop, hold hands, and they would, ohm. They would just go, ohm. Oh. And, and they're, Energy would shift, they became more balanced, they became mm-hmm. more aligned, and they felt great. So it really is just do it, you know, just make those sounds, just hum, sing, ohm, mm-hmm. whatever, and feel it in your body because mm-hmm. we are, are we, we're our best laboratories for Willie. <laughs> what this is sound thing is doing. <laughs> Feel yeah. it in oh, your my, body. <laughs> yeah.
0: my, my kids grew up with me chanting, you know, and I, one day I, know, I did this fast, an extended fast and I would do mantras every day. I would do an hour of mantras every single day. I did this for 40 days. And, you know, at one point, I'll just never forget my daughter saying, stop, I'm trying to study, stop. (laughs) Because the sound went out through the whole house. You know, you could just, I don't know, it was a quiet house and she could just hear it. But then when I got my first crystal bowl, I'll never forget this. My oldest son who's now, you know, in his mid thirties. He and his um, friends were, were there, you know, home from college. And he's like, what's this? I said, oh, that's my, my new crystal bowl. And he says, well, how, how does this work? So I just barely showed him, right? So I have a three-level, I had a three-level home. So he and his friends, you know, are in, in the lower level, and all of a sudden, I'm in the kitchen, and I, he's playing that bowl. all the dishes and glasses in the cabinets are, are vibrating, because, you know, he just yeah. went at it. <laughs> so I was oh, like, okay, you have to, like, slow it down just a little bit, I don't want the glass broken. <laughs> I mean, I, I was joking. I was joking. But, you know, but... The kids would, you know, they'd come home and they, and they were, I'd have to, like, you know, put some of my more expensive healing tools away. But, you know, they were just curious because, and, I, and I, Andy, that cheering of the, the children and their mother holding hands and doing the own before they start their day. Can you imagine if that was taught in school? Oh, Can you imagine it's so if fabulous. Children, I know, I know. I, somehow I see that as, I don't know. I think that that could become something really, uh, just like yoga, just like sound healing, doing a collective ohm, you know,
2: with your that family. Is, before That you is sound the healing. That is sound healing. And that is yes. yoga. <laughs> yes. Cause it's shop yes. yoga and it's sound <laughs> healing. So here, there we go. It's all the above.
0: And the mantras on the mantras, you know, I was just telling someone that um, I interviewed the person who uh, his name is Shreet Hari. he was in charge of Woodstock and at the very last minute, they're like, "Have we covered everything?" And they're like, "Wait a minute, we don't have a holy man to bless this event." And that's how they brought them on. Like a lot of that, that's how that started. The Woodstock was blessed with a an enlightened master from India, and then it just kind of swami as swami
2: such as none. Yeah, just uh, he, he's uh, yes. yeah, I was there.
0: Jonathan uh, yeah. was actually with Scott. And, uh, you know, and we
2: taught humming at his uh, <laughs> uh, ashram, so we're with you. <laughs> In oh fact, my God! We are, we are, it's like you know. Oh go ahead but yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, yes, fabulous. Swami Dinanda, we
1: honor him, and we are blessed to every oh couple two or three years we teach at his ashram uh, in Virginia, and of course, you know oh, he no. has passed over. And Jonathan always loves to tell the story of you know how he opened up Woodstock with you know his mantras and his sound with and,
2: five thousand people, mm-hmm. uh, five hundred thousand people, which is where I got the idea for doing World Sound Healing Day. Get a whole bunch of people oh, joining together is... for global peace.
0: How about that? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Full circle, full circle, full circle, full circle. But you know what? That we should, you know, Sridhar, that was part of that, is now in charge of the Boxy Pests. And, you know, you have Kirtan for days in a row and you just like, oh yeah, and gongs and everything. I know, I know, I know. So I. Those think people don't remember Woodstock, but
2: up. that's okay.
0: <laughs> we do. So, um, actually one of the, one of the people I know that's on this, um, she she just popped off, but she was on, she, uh, she she was at Woodstock. I mean, she grew up in, you know, upstate New York and, you know, she's like, oh yeah. I mean, she's a few years older than me. I'm like, gosh, I would have been there if I could have, but my, you know, but we, but I was uh, a thing with music, you know, from the time I was very young and I was fortunate. My parents loved music. So I grew up with them playing Ray Charles and the Ink Spots, and you know, I mean, all the different in Gaslight Square in St. Louis, which was, you know, very early on where the musicians performed. I mean, we're known for blues and jazz, and you know, whatever. But, but my parents loved music, and I can remember when um, I played Pink Floyd for the first time, and my mom said, "What is that music?" You know, she just loved it because you know, music touches us. It it and sound. Reaches spots that nothing else can reach. So, exactly. I am so yes. <laughs> I'm so delighted, and I want to let our readers know about your new book. So, um, we'll touch base, you know, this week, and maybe we can put something in our uh, March issue because we haven't let our readers know about that yet. So, um, and I'm a big believer in humming. I actually practice with my coaching clients because <laughs> I, I give them breathwork techniques. And then I and then um, I suggest that they hum because it just works and you can do that while you're driving. You can do. I mean, of course, it's better if you do it with intention, but it doesn't matter. It shifts the energy wherever you are, whatever. So, so you two are fabulous. I mean, are you offering any? Uh, I know we're gonna. The, the, we're gonna be. We got less than a minute. Just world sound. Uh, uh, world. I'm sorry. WWW Healing Sounds dot com and then um, the one for and they can you can go from there to all your other sites right 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 and and for
1: World Sound right. Healing Day Cindy people can go to World Sound dot org and they will see the portal okay. yeah. there and and yeah. of course yeah we hope everyone will join us on February fourteenth
2: it's it's a big yearly year even <laughs> and
1: and okay. Cindy well, thank well, you for there Thank you for having us on your totally. show
0: today. We have just thoroughly oh enjoyed it. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So thank you for being my guest, and thank you for the work that you're doing. I mean, you two are making a difference and, and making us all happy in the process because, as, as I said with Tina Turner, singing and sound takes us beyond. And I think that that's the – we're missing that right now. So many of us are not, you know, going to concerts or going – so guess what? You bring it home to you right through your computer. Couldn't be any more easy than what you've made it this year. So thank you so much, and thank you for the work you're doing, and you're always welcome on my show. Keep, keep you know, letting me know whatever's going on, because I know pretty soon we're going to be on the other side of this pandemic, and it's going to be interesting to see how we all do things then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our massive time out to slow down and, you know, just rethink things. So thank you both so much, and thank you um, for everything that you're doing, and from my heart to yours. Namaste.
2: We heal the okay. planet. We heal ourselves.
1: We heal ourselves, and we heal the planet.
0: Many blessings. Many blessings. Many blessings. Okay. Many. All right. <laughs> Enjoy your beautiful day. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, uh-huh. listeners. Be sure to share the show. The minute it's finished, you can take the link and share it anywhere you want, and people will also get to hear this wonderful wisdom from Jonathan and Andy Goldman today. Okay. Thank you, everyone, and have a beautiful week.